Nicholas. What is up? Dude, another the, surprise show. Another surprise show. There won't be an episode this Wednesday, Thursday, because you're mm-hmm. getting a third one right now. Uh, guys, the Oscar nominations are out. We're going to go through the nominees, kind of break down our thoughts and compare them to our uh, predictions, which according to Gold Derby, I was 71% right and C's get degrees. So we'll take it. We will take that any day of the week. <laughs> I don't know how many I got right. I'm going to be doing that as we go through. Nice, nice. All right, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off with uh, I have pulled up on variety visual mm. effects. VFX, let's do it. Uh, the nominees were the creator, Godzilla minus one, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part one, and Napoleon. I believe I was three for five on that. I was also three for five. I did not have Napoleon or Mission Impossible. Same. Um, not upset. That, tra- that train wreck really got them a lot of points. Yeah, and and I'm not upset about it either. Both had great visual effects. Um, I am sad. Society of the Snow couldn't get that third nomination in with this category, but uh, very happy to see Godzilla minus one on here. Um, That's I, a big win for it. And I saw behind the scenes the uh, the team who made that movie like reacting to the Oscar. It was very cute. I highly recommend people watch it. But, uh, but I yeah, did I think, see that one. I, I think it's a solid list. I'm not upset about it. I have yet to see Poor Things, but this did definitely uh, pique my interest on it. So I'm very. Uh, but but did, I honestly, who do you poor, think? Did, who do you think? Poor uh, Things. Did Poor Things get nominated? No, I was reading my list. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry, I have it split screen. Um, <laughs> who do you think is going to be a front runner for it? Dude, it's tough. Uh, I think my early prediction is either is going to be the creator, mm-hmm. because while I would love to see Godzilla minus one take this, I feel like almost the nomination is the award. Also, I think the VFX for the creator were the best thing about the creator. I agree. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I, I do think it's yeah. probably down to those two, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely. For sure. For sure. So I'll move on up to I'm just going in the order variety has them. Uh, yeah. Best film editing. Who do we got there? And I was four for five on this. The nominees are Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I put ooh, Barbie ooh. instead of um, uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Ah, I went five for five. Nice. Nice call I really, there. I... I'm excited to see Anatomy of a Fall. I've heard nothing but great things. I mean, it's, it has a best picture, spoiler alert. But yeah. like, <laughs> It's really good. And I, I will say something that from these awards, what I've gathered, mm-hmm. I used to think that the awards were going to be between Oppenheimer and The Holdovers. I now think that Poor Things and Anatomy of the Fall are gunning for Oppenheimer's chances. Not, I don't think they're going to surpass them at this point, but I think those two are forces to be reckoned with. I mean, there's no shyness of Oppenheimer nominations, though. I read that it was one away from breaking uh, or tying a record for most nominations. Yeah, that's which true. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't hate any of these nominees. I think all of these were very well-edited films. Although I, the <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, it's three and a half hours. You think an editor could get that down shorter, but I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> but... 
as you've said many times, everything in it, you have no idea what to cut. True. I don't know what you could remove from the movie. That and the true. editing and the pacing, to me, kept me engaged the entire runtime. Fair. That is true. Uh, production design. Plus Thelma, Thelma Shoe, Schumacher? Yeah. Is that who it is? Or uh, most nominees yeah. for editing now? Yes. Yes. A couple, so. a couple records getting broken uh, this mm-hmm. award season. Uh, best production design. The nominees were Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I went four for five on that. I had the color purple instead of Napoleon. I had Asteroid City instead of Napoleon. And and honestly, if you're asking me, I think Asteroid City deserved it over Napoleon. But Napoleon didn't did have good production design, so it's not the worst thing ever. I have to um, see that. That was an Apple movie, right? What was Napoleon? Yes, I don't know if it's on Apple yet. Now it's. It I might know be. Killers of the Flower Moon just came out. I imagine they're yeah. probably going to want to try to push it on Apple before the Oscars come out. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean these are great nominees. I think it's going to come down between Poor Things and Barbie. I, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't think anything else has competition there. Personally, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, Killers of Farm and Oppenheimer are both period pieces, which I feel like technically typically get a lot of love. But yeah. I just think the, from what I've seen of the trailers of Poor Things, the world that was built for it seems really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barbie's Barbie, they built the dream house and yeah. the Mojo Doja Casa house. So yeah, true, true. I think tonally, if you want to go, I think tonally, Poor Things and Barbie nailed their production designs, which is I think why they have the edge. But mm-hmm. you know, still, yeah. um, no, next, definitely good nominees. Yeah. <clears throat> next up is makeup and hairstyling. Um, makeup and hairstyling. The okay. nominees are Golda, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and Society of the Snow. Was very happy to see Society of the Snow get another nomination. I was four for five. I put Flower Moon instead of Golda. But yeah, how'd you do? I got three of five. I did not have. Golda and I did not have Society of the Snow. Yes. Um, uh, what is I, Golda? Do you know what that one is? I don't. That was a surprise one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I Golda. I think this will be Maestro's only award that it wins. Maestro? Yeah. It looks like it is a Helen Mirren movie. No. Well, there you go. Golda um, is a 2023 biographical drama film. Um, film depicts the life of Golda Meir, the fourth prime minister of Israel, particularly oh. during the Yom Kippur War. It stars Helen Mirren and Liev Schreiber. Okay. Damn, okay. it's all, their wiki's already up to date for the Oscars. Yep. Oh, they you know Wild. they they get on that shit quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's between Maestro and Poor Things. Uh, the Willem Dafoe makeup looks crazy in Poor Things, but I think they might give it to Maestro here just because it might be the only award it walks away with. It shouldn't get any if you ask me, but that's beside the point. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that movie uh, later on after this. Yes. Uh, But let's see. Up next is going to be animated feature film. Oh, boy. Uh, The nominees were The Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Nimona, Robot Dreams, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Robot Dreams coming out of nowhere. I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, I looked it up. It's a neon animated film. 
which uh-huh. I mean, hey, good for them. But did I am you, pissed about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you did you get um did you get robot dreams in your uh didn't you get a neon uh pack? Oh I made it, but I have, I have to look. I might I might have it in there. I'll have to take a look. Because you got Ferrari, right? And that was neon. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a whole like eight pack. Mm-hmm. Um I did not how did I do? Uh Spider Man. Boy and the Heron, Nimona. I went, oof. I went two. Damn. No, three. 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 I got two okay. wrong. I had Mario and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not Nimona and Robot Dreams. Yeah. I you went... were right about the Netflix movies. Yeah. They, listen. They love them. They do. And uh, I have I went... heard good things about Nimona, though. Yeah, me too. And I went four for five on that one. Honestly, it's between Spider Verse and Boy and the Heron. I, if you're asking me today who wins at Spider-Verse, I would not be shocked if Boy and the Heron steals it, though. I would not be shocked. Um, yeah, it's going to come down to the next few weeks where the buzz goes. Yep. Yes, it is. Well, let's do international feature film. All right. I, got, I only got three of five on this one. Uh, international feature film was uh, Lo Capitano from Italy, Perfect Days from Japan, Society of the Snow for Spain, The Teacher's Lounge for Germany, and The Zone of Interest for the United Kingdom. Um, Lo uh, Capitano and Perfect Days, or I'm sorry, Zone of the Teacher's Lounge were the ones I did not get. Yeah, I did not have Il Capitano and Teacher's Lounge as well. I think we had the same predictions, though, of the five. Uh And I was wrong. I was telling people that um, Japan submitted... Boy and the Heron, but I guess they submitted Perfect Days. Mm-hmm. So hey, good for that. Good but for them I, I for do... having their cake and eating it by getting this nominated and Boy and the Heron and Godzilla. Good for Japan. In three, just three completely different categories. Yes. Oops, sorry, I tripped up my wire. Um, no, I'm definitely excited to check out Society of the Snow, and I I need to watch Zone of Interest just for Listen. your take on it. Everyone in the world loves this movie. Look at how many nominees it got. Everyone loves this movie. Yeah, it got a Best Picture nomination. Yeah, everyone loves this movie. I don't love this movie. I don't think it's horrible, but it's not. I don't think it's this good. To me, Mm -hmm. I'm being dead serious. To me, it only deserved two nominations, and it didn't even get nominated in one of them I thought it deserved, which we'll get into. But the one nomination it deserved, in my opinion, was Sound, which it did get, which I was happy about. But yeah. Hmm. Uh, we're going to skip over the ones that we didn't predict. Uh, actually, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm going to read read them, but then we'll just go past them. Best documentary short film were the ABCs of Book Banning, The Barber of Little Rock, uh, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and Nai Nai and Waipo. Good for them. Best uh, documentary feature film uh, were Bobby Wine, The People's President, The Eternal Memory, Four Daughters, To Kill a Tiger, and 20 Days in Maripol. Big surprise with still not being nominated on here. The Michael J. Fox Yeah, I, I had that one, and it did not did not get it. Um, yeah, I think I only went like two. Yeah, I went uh, two for five on this. I got... Yeah, I got 20 Days and To Kill a Tiger. Yeah, I got 20 Days and Four Daughters. Uh, American Symphony, from what I've read online, I haven't seen it, but I've apparently that's a huge snub as well. Yes, same here. Sorry, I'm just trying to keep it so I can do a 
edit at the end. No, no, you're good. Um, did you do animated shorts? I'm about to. Okay. Uh, Letter to a Pig, 95 Senses, Our Uniform, uh, Petroderm, and War is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Uh, for that one, I was two out of five. Oh, we didn't do it. Or I, I, I didn't do animated short because we didn't yeah. go for that one. Um, I am shocked that uh, Disney's 100 Years Celebration short didn't get it. Yeah, that, that was. was uh, I mean, it, I mean, it was good, but Disney had a rough year. But it's just more. It feels like a very much a uh, kick while you're down kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. And for live action short, um. The nominees were The After, Invincible, Night of Fortune, Red, White, and Blue, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Uh, no, Sanderson. no Strange Way of Life. That was With... the Pedro Pascal one, right? Yeah, and, and Ethan Hawke. Hawk. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen the others yet, but mm-hmm. Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar is probably one of the best short films I've ever seen. Oh, so. and I think, I think it's the front runner. I think so too. Wes Anderson yeah. said, "You're not going to give me any Oscars for my movies. <laughs> That's fine. I'm walking away with one, though." Exactly. Yes. Yes. And good for him. Uh, let's do best original score now. Uh, some interesting right. choices in this category, and this is where I will brag. Um, Amer- the nominees were American Fiction, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. I was four for five. Uh, I had Spider-Verse instead of American Fiction, but dude, I told you, I knew they were going to do Indiana Jones. I knew it. You did. You did. No love for the killer Spider-Man, but that's fine. Yeah. I went no, three no, for five. And speaking of no love for the killer, there was no love for the killer at all. No. I, my Again, my guess was only just sound and score, but yeah. what can you do? What can uh, you yeah, do? they they do love their uh, their John Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, best sound. We got The Creator, Maestro, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Oppenheimer, and The Zone of Interest. I was three for five on this. And um, I don't know who's going to win. But and I'm, I'm being fully honest here, Nick. I'm giving out this award. This is me talking. I give it to The Zone of Interest. And if you watch yeah. that movie, you'll see exactly what I mean. And this is coming from someone who I don't love that movie. Mm-hmm. I would give this award to that movie if I were voting. I went uh, three for five. I had the killer in Ferrari, not creator in Zone. Of yeah, interest. I or, had. Oh, sorry, not Mission Impossible. Yeah, I had Ferrari and Napoleon instead of. First. Oscar nominations for a Mission Impossible movie. This in VFX for this movie. I think so. Movie. I think so. You're right. Long overdue, if you ask me. And nothing for John Wick 4. Well, they decided not to piss off Tom Cruise, which is a smart call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Um, let's, let's move into costume design. Yeah. The nominees were Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, and Poor Things. Uh, all great costumes. I was three for five. I thought Color Purple and Wonka could sneak in there. But uh, what are your thoughts on best costume design? I went four for five. I had Color Purple instead of Napoleon, mostly because I didn't really see Napoleon, so I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to kind of sneak into these other categories. Gotcha. I, um, felt, I felt stupid for not picking Napoleon, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, no, normally the period movies do well on those. I mean, it seems like it would be Barbies, but I haven't seen poor things. Killers of the Flower Moon, though, does have all these sort of Native American yeah. outfits and attire, which, um, you know, just kind of the whole storyline that you heard from the consultants on the film that they were mm-hmm. having them personally made for the movie by the Osage and all that kind of, so that could definitely mm-hmm. give it some some points there. You're right. You are right there. Um, let's go to original song. And while I've talked with Kyler a little bit today, I did not bring this up and my my God, do I want to know his reaction to this. Hold um, on, I'm trying to find my uh, my list. I don't know why I can't. There we go. Okay. Best original song. Uh, the Fire Inside from Flamin' Hot. Uh, I'm Just Ken from Barbie. It Never Went Away from American Symphony. Uh, Wazazazi, or A Song for My People, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, from Killers of the Flower Moon. And What Was I Made For from Barbie. I think this is What Was I Made For's award to lose. Um, I really hope it's I'm Just Ken. And here's the thing, I only got two right on this one. I did too. I did too. But yeah, I, I I have to ask Tyler what he thinks of Flamin' Hot getting an Oscar nomination. I know, I know he's not going to be able to sleep tonight. Well, the Oscars are not going to not nominate Diane Warren. Hey, listen, you're not wrong. I mean, you're... how many has she has she she's won a ton, right? I think I could be wrong, but I think. All right. So this next one, this is where something when I when when you use the phrase "came out of nowhere," you're referring to this in this category best cinematography el conde killers of the flower moon maestro oppenheimer and poor things dude el conde came out of nowhere and took this this is cinematography yeah yeah i don't even i haven't even heard of that one either yeah i looked it up later apparently it's i think it's on netflix is a chilean black comedy horror film Mm-hmm. sold yep and um also this is where this is this was the one place i thought saltburn was going to get recognized it is a netflix one mm-hmm. wow yeah this was the one place where i thought saltburn was going to get recognized and honestly um the other award that i would have nominated zone of interest for was this one i thought the cinematography in zone of interest was quite good mm-hmm. i ended up four for five on that one just because i had saltburn yeah, I was three for five. I did not pick Maestro. Uh, um, let's get into original screenplay. I was five for five on this. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. Uh, what do we have? I went four for five. I had Saltburn in there. Mm-hmm. The nominees were Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, May, December, and Past Lives. I knew it. I knew May, December was going to get in there somehow, some way. I knew a lot of people were shocked by the lack of more May, December. Yeah. Um, Not me. Uh, I I think the competition was really stiff. I think the best person who had a chance was Charles Melton, and he peaked too early in the award season, I think, Mm because I think he gives the best performance in the movie. Um, And then Natalie Portman close behind. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So, that's original screenplay. And here's the thing, dude. I'm going back and forth with this. Part of me thinks it's going to go to past lives because this will be the only award that it can win. 
But then part of me is like, wait, if past lives wins this, basically this award comes down to which movie is going home empty handed, Anatomy of a Fall or Past Lives. And Anatomy of a Fall has way more nominations than Past Lives, but it's not going to win in those other categories. And we, we're not I, even talking about the holdovers. The holdovers could take this award too. I hope Past Lives get something. Listen, I hope so too. But I legitimately have no idea who's going to win this. Like, I have no clue. Yeah, it's that's between, a toss. It's, it's between three. It's between mm -hmm. three. No, it's going to uh, be a tight race for sure. Yeah. Let's move into adapted screenplay. And the thing that sucks is since since, since the strikes happened, the WGA awards are after the Oscars. So we'll have no pre precursor award show to base our answer on. So <laughs> it's just going in raw. That's true. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be um, a tight race this year. That trophy's dude. staying with me. I can feel it. Oh, dude. I know. I'm so pissed. Um, adapted screenplay. Uh, the this nominees... was a shocking snub. Yes. The nominees were American Fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things in the Zone of Interest, Over Killers of the Flower Moon. That is amazing to me, considering that they had readapted that source material to be told more from the perspective of the Osage. That mm -hmm. shocks me greatly. And, dude, and I, I don't want to be rude and mean to other filmmakers, but dude, nothing happens in the zone of interest. Like, why that screenplay was nominated? Dude, I'm so furious about it. Because, like, here's the thing. I, I just don't, I just don't understand it. And now, granted, it, yeah. a lot of people love that film. And the thesis statement of that movie, what the movie's trying to, to do, is there and it makes that point literally nothing else happens or works like nothing and An average I, on I, letterbox of 4.1 that's a certified dude, banger i know i can't stand it i, I <laughs> and, and 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 look if people who love this movie i'm not shitting on you because cl clearly i'm in the minority on this and i think that jonathan glazer is a great filmmaker the movie just wasn't it for me Mm -hmm. just wasn't it for me listen sometimes it just doesn't click it it happens right i, I know a lot of people that don't like oppenheimer and that's gonna yeah. probably potentially sweep the awards here you, you know what i'm excited about i'm excited about our video when we do our reaction to the academy awards and i won't name them but there's going to be a certain someone off camera who's just talking shit about oppenheimer the entire time and i cannot wait for our comments i cannot wait for the comments of like, who the fuck is off screen just shit talking <laughs> Oppenheimer? <laughs> uh, but, and, and hey, going back to taste, it's a kill. It's um zone of zone of interest for me. Look at how many awards my show has for you. I'm sure that's a bit <laughs> surprising for you. So you know, hey, yeah, that's the magic of the subjectivity of movies. You know, that is fair. Uh, let's move on to uh, best supporting actress. All right. The nominees are Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks, The Color Purple, America Ferreira for Barbie, Jodie Foster for Nyad, and Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. I was four for five because I put Penelope Cruz. Nick, I'm so furious because in my video, in the video that we recorded, I said, I said, watch out for America Ferreira. She is the dark horse of this race. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I go with it? Why didn't I just My fucking God. go with it? It was right Did you there. see all the, do you see the internet collectively go, what? Yes, but, but, but here's what I will say. 
Is she? Who? I wonder what clip will be her video. Uh, we all know it's that monologue, but like we. I hope it's her running up to the car and just stopping in the middle oh, of the road. Oh man, that that'd be really funny. No, but like here's what I'll say about the nomination. Is it who I would have nominated? No. You know who I would have nominated. I would have nominated Penelope Cruz. Mm-hmm. I still think America Ferreira gives a great performance in the movie. Oh, and, yeah. And her monologue has resonated with so many people. When my mother watched Barbie, and quick backstory for those who don't know the great Shonda Burdett, she doesn't love movies as much as I do, and she only really likes positive vibe movies. She watches Barbie. I asked her how she was. One of the first things she told me was, I love that speech that the mother gave in that movie. I thought it was so well done. One of the first things she told me, and she mm-hmm. normally doesn't say things like that. Normally it's like, oh, it's good, or oh, it was funny. I mean, I mean even got praise from Jim James Cameron, and that never happens. Yes. So am I completely shocked by this? No. I mean, I'm a bit surprised. But I, I said it on the show the other day. I'm like, watch out. Like, this could happen. Yeah. And there it is. There it is. Now we're going to move on to Best Supporting Actor. We have yes. Sterling K. Brown in American Fiction, Robert De Niro in Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling in Barbie, and Mark Ruffalo in Poor Things. Did you just put a thumbs up on here? On what? I just saw, like, a thumbs up bubble on your screen. Oh, must have been me. Whoops. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I am so mad at myself because I think you went five for five on this, right? I did go five for five. Dude, I'm mad at myself because this was my five. And mm-hmm. then when the SAG Awards came out and they nominated Ruffle or um Defoe, I was like, shit, I think are they gonna double up? And then who do we lose? And I brought out Sterling K. I'm thrilled he got nominated and I'm yeah. happy to be wrong, but I'm just I hate that I let the SAGs get to me on that. Did you um do you see Ryan Gosling's uh uh statement about it? I did, yes. Mm-hmm. That was and a very, very good message. I think so as well. I think so as well. well. And we'll we'll get into what his message was about here in a minute. Oh yeah. But uh but yeah. Um I, I honestly I think it's between it's Downey Juniors to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go best leading actress. And here's the thing. I'm mad at myself on this one too because I broke my own rule, but we'll we'll get into it. Uh, Annette Benning for Nyad, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Hewler for Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, and Emma Stone for Poor Things. I was four for five. What were you? I was hold on one, two, three, three for five. And he, here's the thing. I wish I had a doll of the thing to like put up. But listen, I told you early on. When I watched Nyad, I said, hey, I think Annette Benning and Jodie Foster could get in. And then Annette Benning lost steam for me. And she got the SAG nomination. And I should have, I, I switched up when I should have listened to SAG and when I shouldn't have on Penelope yeah. Cruz and Defoe and then this one. I was like, you know what? I think she's losing steam. She's not going to get in. And I ultimately did not choose her. I chose uh, Greta Lee. I but, also had Greta Lee. But uh, I'm not surprised she got in. Uh, Margot Robbie's not nominated, and that was kind of what Ryan Gosling was referring to. Mm-hmm. Listen, it was a tight year for Best Actress, so I understand. But I also think Margot Robbie's thrilled to be nominated as a producer on the film. Definitely. Um, but at the same time, I can understand why people are upset when the center and heart of that huge phenomenon is not nominated. I I get the 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 sh- the shock factor yeah, as but well. But the two, the two supporting are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, by the way, thrilled, thrilled Sandra Hewler got in for Anatomy of a Fall. She's excellent in that movie. Yeah, she snuck in. I had her for Zona Interest for supporting. Mm-hmm. Good year for her. Good, great year for her. Yeah. Great year for her. Uh, let's move on to Best Actor in a Leading Role. And I was five for five on this, so I'm pleased. Uh, Brad- we got Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Nicholas, I also went five for five. Can I, I, I got to give you some credit. And going back to my narcissism, it's credit because you listened to me. Um, when I saw Rustin, I said, hey, don't listen to the bullshit. Coleman Domingo is getting nominated. Mm-hmm. And then you watched Rustin and you said, Coleman Domingo is getting nominated. And I'm like, yes, he is. And so yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we had the wherewithal to, to realize that. But, uh, but yeah, listen, solid, solid performances on here. And I'm going to say something. I don't know if it might be controversial. I'm going to get your opinion. I think Paul Giamatti is winning this. 100%. I think it's really between him him and Killian Murphy and I'm at like a 60-40. I'm at 60-40-60 Killian. No way. I think Giamatti's taking it home cuz I think this 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 could be the Big only fat liner to Rhino to Oscar winner. Yes. I think I think Giamatti is going to take it. We shall see. But if Killian took it I wouldn't be mad. He's great in that film. Mhm. Uh, let's move on you to think... best do you on. think he'll go to In and Out Burger, Paul Giamatti? He, he better. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yes, dude, I I would start getting my agent on the phone with fast food chains and going, "Where should he go when he wins? Huh? Like, let's yeah. make a deal. Who wants him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on to best director. Uh, Justin Tr- Justine Triette for Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things, Jonathan Glazer for the zone of interest. Nicholas, I was four for five. Ooh, I went three for five. I'm surprised. No Greta Gerwig. I would have fucking taken out zone of interest just because of how I feel about that movie. But um, very happy for Justine Triette getting in there for Anatomy of a Fall. Very happy to see that. Um, She did an excellent job directing that film. I think that... Um, there were a number of directors that could have gone in here. I think Celine Song for Past Lives could have gone in there. I think Alexander Payne for Holdovers could have gone in there. It was a tight race. and um, Well, that's what it comes down to, too. I mean, you only have five slots for director, yet you have 10 Best Picture nominations. So naturally, precisely. typically, I would say probably in the past, the majority comes from that pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you really, it's just picking your five out of that. Yeah, and while... Um, well, I wouldn't have chosen Jonathan Glazer, even though I think he's a great filmmaker. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised by it, hence the prediction of it. Mm-hmm. See, I had Celine Song in there. I was holding out hope just because of the it being her first major feature mm-hmm. and kind of getting all the all those other little recognition points. Uh, so I was kind of hoping that it would give her that bump mm-hmm. for it too. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we'll do Best Picture, and then I have a couple uh, other things to point out and a question for you. Yes. Best picture, which I was 10 for 10. American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, The Zone of Interest. Right now, I think it's Oppenheimer's award to lose, I'll be honest. 
Um, yeah. And I think that... I mean, I, th- I think that... I think that Holdovers kind of had a strong start, and I feel like a lot of it has sort of sizzled outside of Paul Giamani and Divine Joy Randolph. I agree. Um, but I, I think it's a great movie, personally, but I think just the technical aspect of Oppenheimer, the balancing, it being nominated and everything else... Mm-hmm. I think kind of points to it being the movie for this year. Me too. But now I think the movies that are going to gun for it are Poor Things and Anatomy of a Fall, it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple things I wanted to point out. You, we yeah. mentioned some Oscar history happening. Um, John Williams broke his own record as being the oldest person to ever be nominated for an Oscar at 91 years old. Um, he just we, keeps breaking his own record. Yep. And we, for the first time, have three pictures in Best Picture that were directed by women. Three separate films. Uh, only nominated one, though. And that's always an interesting thing. It, it, I almost feel like people in the Academy are like, all right, who's the one woman? <laughs> like, who's the one woman that gets in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's, it's probably not on purpose, but it's just, it's so funny. It's like, you know, you can nominate Justin Triette and Greta Gorwig or and Celine Song. Like you can nominate both there, or all three of them. You can you can do this. Yeah, like it's there's no rule preventing it. Uh, it's just I mean, there it's, was it's definitely, always so funny that that happens. I feel like there was a lot of love for international as well this year. Mm-hmm. Um with Anatomy of a Fallen Zone of Interest. I feel like typically usually one mm-hmm. kind of just squeaks in there. Yeah. Oh, and I did some research about Anatomy of a Fall. Um cuz France didn't submit it for best picture. Or best international feature. Yeah. Um, apparently, when she won the Cannes Film Festival Prize, the Palme d'Or, uh, she started shit talking the president of France, and so people, so people are thinking that as like revenge, they didn't submit the movie, and now she's nominated for best picture and director and all these awards. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good storyline, though. Yeah, that's a pretty it is. good storyline. And uh, here's a question I want to run by you because this yeah. is—I literally couldn't. I could barely do my job today because I was thinking about this because of who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Right now, you asked me, or let me, two days ago, you asked me, "Who do you think is going to win Best Adapted Screenplay?" I tell you, it's American Fiction because I feel like it's going to be one of the only awards that it really wins, right? Mm-hmm. With the backlash of Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig not getting nominated for Barbie, do you think that has boosted its chances to win over Academy votes for Adapted Screenplay? Honestly, it always had my vote for Adapted Screenplay as taking it home regardless. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that has only added fuel to that fire. Right of it but that was always kind of my choice coming out of this honestly to me it was between barbie and oppenheimer for that one and i think that what they were able to take with barbie and bring it to to the point where there was a conversation of whether it should even be original Mm -hmm. or adapted and you know you have all these nominations for it i feel like that just speaks to what that movie was able to do yeah and and i i think that to me, it was between American fiction and poor things. Mm-hmm. But with this, because I also thought Greta Gerwig was going to get a Best Director nomination. Yeah. 
I have no idea. Like to me now, if I'm if I'm in the academy and I voted for Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie and they didn't get in, I'm like, shit, well, I'm I'm putting my vote on Barbie for screenplay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But then where does that leave American fiction's chances for other things? Where does that leave poor things? It keeps happening, Nicholas, because I think yes, American fiction is going to go home empty handed. It might. But I think if it's going to win something, it's this award. I think this is the big, the best chance it has. Yeah, but I also don't think they shouldn't delve into. Oh well, it needs to win something because it was nominated for a bunch. No, 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 no correct. But yeah. th- th- but th- this is what happens, right? Like when Get Out got a bunch of Oscar nominations, which was great because it's a great film. Yeah, all of us knew, like, oh, it's screenplay. They're going to give mm-hmm. it to screenplay. Like that's typically what happens because screenplay is a very big award. It's an important thing, and it's like, here's your stuff sometimes the nomination is the win which i think might be the case for godzilla but it's just one of those things where i don't know like dude the the two screenplays are going to be the hardest fucking winners to pick that's the one you're going to go back and forth on you're going to have like 20 different sheets it's going to kill me that and um emma stone or lily gladstone yeah i don't know who's going to fucking win that Mm -hmm. one of the stones Thank God for Oppenheimer. Thank God Dune did not come out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, thank God Dune did not come Dude, out. Dude would have just thrown a giant wrench in this whole thing. Dune would have just taken all the technical stuff. Yeah, yeah. It would have been And then maybe, like, Zone of Interest gets knocked off, you know? Cause, yeah. Because now people were thinking, yo, if Anatomy of a Fall had qualified for Best International Feature, then there would be two for Best Picture, but only one could win International. Like, that would have been crazy, you know? Yeah. Oh, the fucking Oscars, man. I love it. I love this shit. It's my favorite time of the year, better than Christmas. But yeah, guys, that's the breakdown of the Oscar nominations. Some fun, crazy stuff that happened. Uh, Please give us your reactions and your thoughts in the comments below. Sorry that the show was virtual today. Uh, Just had to get on this quick and, you know, life happens. But uh, yes, thank you guys so much for watching. And we'll see you next week on the roundtable. Yes.